Hello, my friends. What's going on, baby? Welcome to episode 97 of the Brent Pella Show, soon to be the Vibecast with Brent Pella. Get used to it, bro. Uh, this episode of the podcast was super fun, man. Good buddy of mine, Joey Avery, came through to kick it and talk some shit. Uh, we talked about uh, coming up in comedy together. Joey's a hilarious stand-up comedian. Um, he actually helped uh, work on Andrew Schultz's recent special from about a year ago, I think, uh, which is great. Joey's a phenomenal writer, fantastic performer, super funny. Go see him live. He does a lot of really fun uh, gambling pick videos, which are my favorite thing that he does among all the things that he does. He's great. We started off the episode talking about comedy, got pretty in-depth into the stand-up world. If, if you're curious about that, definitely give that a listen. And then we got into um, his time spent in South Africa. Joey, okay, was in South Africa. He is a gentleman and a scholar. All right. Uh, and then we got into uh, our Lord and Savior, Joe Rogan, and kind of the, the madness that surrounds Rogan's podcast this, these days, which is always a fun subject. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by a couple people. Don't skip the ads. Do not skip the ads. Don't do it. Don't skip the ads. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Bioptimizers. I love this company. My favorite supplement company. All their products are great. Uh, but I particularly love Masszymes, which is why I am promoting them to you because I use them and they work on me. Uh, whenever I am eating eight pounds of elk meat roasted over an open fire, and by open fire, I mean one tiny little match because I eat my elk meat raw, I take Masszymes to help me digest and break down all the proteins and the fats into easily absorbable nutrients. Highly recommend Masszymes to help with your body's digestion um, and help you absorb all the nutrients you can. Masszymes.com slash Brent. M-A-S-S-Z-Y-M-E-S.com slash Brent for a discount. And last one, also I got tour dates coming up, so don't skip, don't fast forward. Um, Athletic Greens, AG1 by Athletic Greens. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Brent Pella, all lowercase. Uh, this is a new one for me. I just... Uh, tried these guys out a couple of weeks ago, and I love them. Oh my God. You know, I'm a huge fan of morning routines. I was waking up every morning and just chugging a big glass of water, but now I dump one scoop of AG1 in that glass of water, shake it up, drink it. It's a supplement with 75 different um, minerals and nutrients and vitamins mixed in and adaptogens. And it really helps. It helps with my energy. It, it, it helps with uh, just waking me up in the morning. And I just feel more vibrant during the first half of the day because I put something great into my body. Um, learn more about what they do. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Brent Pella. They'll give you a free year supply of vitamin D and five travel packs of AG1 uh, when you place your first order. So highly recommend it. Go check it out. I got tour dates coming up, baby. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Sorry to interrupt this amazing introduction to what is definitely an amazing podcast, but I wanted to give a quick update to some tour dates. Coming up, Huntsville and Nashville are being rescheduled this week. That was Huntsville on Tuesday, Nashville on Wednesday. Um, I had some personal vibes come up that I have to attend to, and we're gonna move the shows to the spring, and they're gonna be even bigger and better. So it's a good thing. It's all good, baby. So if you had tickets, you can either get a refund or you can just use that ticket for the show in the spring, uh, email the club, or just show up in the spring. I think that's how it works, and you'll be fine. And if you're not, refer them to this video and let them know that I said you'll be fine and it'll all be good, baby, and we'll party. So Huntsville and Nashville, I'm sorry to be rescheduling the shows if you had tickets, but I can't wait to get out there in the spring. I'm in Lexington, Kentucky with my good buddy JP Sears opening his shows 
this coming weekend. So that's the last weekend of January. That's the 27th, 28th, 29th. Come through. And then I'm at Magoobies, uh, February 3rd through 5th, I believe. That is the date. Yes. And that, let me get the city right because I don't want to get it wrong. I pronounced it wrong the other day. Um, Tim, oh, Lutherville, Maryland. But this one's in Timonium, Maryland. Which one am I at? Shit. I don't even know. But go to brentpella.com slash shows and, uh, and get tickets. If you live in Maryland, I think I believe it's definitely in Maryland. So if you're in Maryland, come through. Um, going to have good fun vibe time, just like we did on today's episode with Joey Avery. So enjoy it. That's the, so what is the thing that you're using to organize your life? What is it called? Notion. Notion. Yeah. And you, what, um, so what's the process behind it that you do? Also, I don't know if this will be the beginning or I just still want to know about notion. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> <laughs> true. I truly want to know. Yeah, no, it's just uh, like for me, it's just a place to put all of my stuff, like all my yeah. stand up stuff. It's just, it's a helpful place to be creatively organized because I'm not an organized person like yeah. at all. And so the interface actually makes me look like less of an idiot, which is nice. Really nice. What do you hide like uh, dick pics in there too? Or like titty pics? A little like just for me. Like yeah, yeah, when yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, that's been a hard day at work. You know what it's time to do? Ruthlessly beat my cock. Right. <laughs> to actually photos of my very own cock. That's a power move. <laughs> yeah. I bet people do that. That's a positive There's affirmation. There's gotta be like some type of Christian Bale, American psycho guy out there that just like wanks it to himself. Yeah. And right? I, yeah. I th- and well, and like who's, ultimately happier than that guy right probably no one he doesn't need anybody else that's a positive affirmation joy or pleasure yeah that's it that's its own form of yoga Mm -hmm. it's like a infinite circle of love yeah (laughs) self-love comes back in it sure does joey avery everybody (laughs) um yeah dude i i remember when i first started doing stand-up I uh, kept a Google spreadsheet Mm -hmm. with every open mic I did. I still have it. For the first two years, I did open mics. And one column was like the date and then the the mic, like where it was, Mm -hmm. how long the set was, the jokes that I did, each bit, and then notes on how they went. And I did that. I think I got up to like 400 sets. And then you're like, I don't need this. And then I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. doing that, I think, helped me grow quicker. I also almost went insane. But uh, Well, it's like there's two things. The actual uh, fact of taking notes about actually what went well and didn't mm-hmm. is insanely important to developing as a comic. Yeah, you have I to. still do it with mm-hmm. new sets, just mm-hmm. not as organized. It's tied into the delusion that everything you're doing is important at the right. time, which is not true. <laughs> right? like, like, it's not at I all. I still have like on my phone, like I, I walk around with, I think audio of every set. So do I. That I've done. How many, what percentage of those do you listen to all the way through? Zero. Zero. I, I mean like I listen. In between I, I don't, zero and 1%. I don't go back yeah. and listen to anything more than three shows old. Really interesting because I just I'm usually like it's not like I, I I feel like I'm only working on a certain I'm always working on something yeah but it's always what I'm currently working on and so 
unless there's a specific like, oh yeah, unless it's been a week since I've done it, or it's like, oh, there's a there was an old bit, like what yeah. was it? So I try and write the bits and maybe I'll go back, but it's not like I'm like, you know what I bet I have something great from twenty four months ago. Yeah. Yeah. From yeah. when I literally <laughs> didn't know how to do comedy yeah. and I'm oh, it's better than me now. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. believe that it will be. What about like random crowd work bits that you just kind of throw out there? Do you ever go back and try to catch one of those? to like do something with like or do you let those live like for example sometimes i'll have like a crowd work thing or like an improvised thing that hits really hard and it's great and then i'll forget about it but then i'll just it randomly will pop into my mind or something and i'll think about oh maybe i could do an animation with this maybe i could like make that into like an actual bit and then i gotta like scrub through hours of shit and nine times out of ten i don't find it and it's dead forever But um, do you ever like randomly just kind of go through shit or once it's done, it's done unless it's It's related to the current? It's pretty done unless I'm like, oh my God, like you said, if randomly, oh my God, I forgot I had this crazy riff on this. Let's see if I can turn it into a bit. Yeah. But um, otherwise, yeah, I I try to sometimes if I'm like, I really need a clip, I'll look back, but it's rarely ever that's the good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my ethic that I think justifies and I am justifying it, but my like <laughs> completely disorganized uh-huh. approach is that the good shit doesn't really get lost. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. You can keep track of the good shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I always feel like my best shit is next. Yeah. Yeah, you know? dude, it's been I haven't written enough lately. Do you do you are you gonna write in Notion too? Or do you have a different writing process? Sometimes I sometimes I try to sit and write mm-hmm. and usually I try that bit on stage and I look like a psycho because it's like so written. Yeah. 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 So I try to do it. If I mean, it's any time spent on comedy is good time spent on comedy, but like really the like real writing I'm going to do is if I'm driving to a show that I don't care about Mm -hmm. and if I don't care about the show, I better be doing some new shit. Some new shit. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And I'll literally in the car on the way there go like, I'll have an idea. I'll write one idea down and then I'll look at my phone and then I'll just be driving and just like thinking about it. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, risk lives on the freeway and like, (laughs) it's worth it. I'm like, I got it. It's worth it for this, for this, for this black lives matter joke. It's (laughs) worth it. (laughs) Oh, I just almost hit a protester. I, uh, Yeah, I don't. For for some reason, it is easier for me if I'm like in San Francisco. I used to walk a lot to shows, mm-hmm. um, but if I'm driving or walking, then I can think. Yeah, and it's hard sometimes to like sit at the computer. Well, I can come up with a new idea out there, and then when I'm at a computer, sometimes then I can really execute. But mm-hmm. it's very rare that I write out like a full stand up bit. Yeah, I used to do that because. I, when I first started watching stand up, I would see everybody uh, like Delia was going up and he was huge RIP and, and, uh, Brent Moore. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's back now. We're all happy. Yeah. Um, Brent Moore and all these guys. And then I started hearing stories about how like Jerry Seinfeld would write everything out, even the like cadence and the breaths and Louie does the same thing. So I'll write it like a song. I just started writing like it lyrically all your jokes were yeah now they were (laughs) they were all like on four bar measures and everyone was like why is he rhyming (laughs) he did a one hour that was all about falling in love (laughs) that's the strangest thing i've ever seen was that shakespearean (laughs) yeah why did he say the (laughs) (laughs) um so i was doing like word for word type shit and it was i think that helped with the performance because once i had it memorized i could really focus on like 
being all physical and weird. Yeah. And then once I got that down, I revisited the way I was writing and was like, oh, I can't write word for word because it doesn't sound authentic. And so then once I got the physical performance side down, I could go back to the writing and just be a little more fluid with that to the point where now I'm bad at both of them equally. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, it was, it was weird at first doing it like word for word. And you can, you can really tell when people are doing that too. Yeah. Like word for word, it's spitting a, it out. It's a weird thing because I appreciate it. And yeah. when I see it, I'm like, fuck, oh, that's so sick. But then I also, with some people, there are some comics where I'm like, this whole thing just felt robotic. And yeah. Like I want to yeah. feel like, you know, there's the, there is the Seinfeld side and then there's like the Chappelle side, which is like, I'm going to sit on a stool and just talk about shit for mm-hmm. a while now. Mm-hmm. And so the, it, like they're, they're both cool in, in different ways. And it's like, can you learn and pull from both of those? Yeah. You know, I got, I have a book that is, it's like all of Seinfeld's jokes Really? Which it was a gift. It wasn't necessarily something that I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, get yeah, my yeah. paws on this. But yeah. it, it actually was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. And just cool to see. Like, it's like all of his jokes. How he structured stuff and everything? Exactly. Did he write it? Uh, or did somebody like transcribe his sets? I think, well, so he, he must I, have had he's a, a like a meticulous notebook guy. Oh, right. And so he probably just turned it over to someone. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. And then he made like millions off of it. Crazy. But, but it is cool to just like see it written out like that. And it, even though I'm never going to be a word for word kind of comic, just to have an appreciation for that and taking uh, what my set maybe can be too loose sometimes and just yeah. even nudging it a little bit that way. Yeah. 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 Super helpful. Yeah. Uh, what Schultz did with the, with his specials was word for word crazy. And yeah. you were, you were a part of that, right? Yes. Did you, you had some type of involvement? I forget what it was. Yeah, I got to go out there and write on it for a oh, week. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Fuck. Which was crazy. awesome. And it's because I'd been helping him out uh, with some of the initial ones. Mm-hmm. Like the ones that he oh, was putting out. Oh, some of out the, the five-minute ones yeah, that exactly. he was putting out? Yeah. Yeah, not not nearly to the extent that like Mark, who's the co-creator of the show, mm-hmm. and, and worked with him on it. And like those guys were like putting in hours. hours. And like yeah, dude. Robbie Slowick, who's another funny comic. Yeah, yeah. And uh his boy F.A., who's just like a dude who just yeah. is like smart. Was he just helping writing? him write shit? Oh, yeah, amazing. Dude. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. And um And they were they must have been in the lab like hours per day. Were were you involved in like the deep how much can you tell me about like the how it actually came out scripted? Yeah. Like were there diagrams and boards and shit and yeah. word the word uh, efficiency and everything like that just blows my mind. Yeah, essentially, and I don't I don't think he, he would mind me sharing this because it's it's hard to duplicate. Yeah. Is um, start with a topic that wanted to be discussed and then have like at least for the Netflix show like a debate about the topic and like mm-hmm. write out like every I think it was really important what they were trying to do was instead of putting forth a perspective they were really trying to like give a fair shake to all angles of it and, yeah. and, and feel like you weren't going to watch so many times you watch something and you're like I know what you're going to fucking say because right. I know what your viewpoint is and right like, right right get it yeah and so if we were talking about an issue, it would just be like, let's throw out everything that goes into this. What would the left say? What would the right say? What does centrist say? Mm-hmm. All this. Mm-hmm. What do we actually think? Call people <clears throat> who might have an expertise because when you get further along in comedy than you and I, you have a slightly yeah. larger uh, yeah. <laughs> black book. Black, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Your Rolodex is yeah. thicker. Yours is larger than mine. Yeah. Is, you know, it's like, but, um, you know, try and talk to experts and be like, is there anything we're missing? Yeah. 
And then uh, his boy F.A., who's like not a trained writer, would literally write like a college essay that was not funny. Oh, my God. And and just draft like a full college essay, like structuring, you know, the thing. I mean, this was I, I should say he was the one like taking the lead. All of this is really like Schultz's like direction. And right. Idea. Right. And, like, right. Takes this here like that. Don't like that. Here's what it actually is. Here's where here's what we're thinking. Here's the outline. And then. He goes and just writes a college essay, mm-hmm. and then we go back through that word for word. Damn, uh, dude! And and like joke for joke, and then it was like you have a joke, and uh, this is hilarious. Everyone's laughing. Everyone's laughing. This is green. This is pretty good. You know, it's yellow. And so then it was every single word of it was up for debate. Right? Is this joke funny enough? No. Okay. Uh, Joey, you just write five other jokes for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Do it that way. So for me, what was cool was just seeing like, you know, oh, I think I'm a hard worker. I think I pay attention to like details and then be like, this is a new level. Yeah. Now I need to apply that to my life. And did they have to run anything through Netflix for approval? Uh, That I don't know, but I am. I would assume so. Yeah, I know, a a, I know that they had a. I know that they had a a lot of leeway. Yeah, and Netflix smartly saw what was doing well on social media, which was like we're gonna let it rip. Mm-hmm. And then I, I imagine there were a few things that were like, well, yeah. <laughs> are we sure? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for sure. And then yeah, yeah, it was dope, dude. And it reminds me what what you do with the uh, the picks. Yeah. That writing style, which yeah. is phenomenal, by the way. I've lost a lot of money on that. <laughs> and I will continue losing money because yeah. I have so much fun. Um, and I believe in your picks every week, and they never were. And I'm so excited. I had a great. You actually had a good week one. You would normally are good. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, you're not bad. I'm totally no, joking. Every, everyone is always I'm like, bad at gambling. Suck. And I'm like, they're not all going to be right. Yeah. Most no, of it's, them, it's fun. I'm like a 60% better. That's pretty That's good. That's good, dude. Yeah. That's actually I only got one bet wrong this first weekend of the playoffs, but I, just, I didn't make a video. Yeah. So there's no proof. There's no proof. Damn. <laughs> we'll just believe you, bro. Um, no, but that writing style, that like metaphor, double entendre, triple entendre, quick yeah. hit, like it's, it, it's a fun, it's cool. It's really fun. Yeah. It's really fun. Um, I think it's like, it, it wouldn't, you wouldn't want it to be the only thing that you do, Yeah, but it's really fun to just, and, and you learn a lot by just being like, how tight can I make this? Mm-hmm. And kind of what you said, it does become rhythmic. Yeah. Like a song. Like you, yeah. you have to like read the script over and over and over again. And you can literally just feel like that's wrong. Yeah. And yeah. It's weird. There's a cadence to it. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Has that affected your stand up style at all? Are you more writing stand up in that style? Or like do you find yourself incorporating that style of writing into your stand up? Or is it do you think it's a completely separate thing? I think it's pretty separate, yeah. honestly. Like I think I think in a way, subconsciously, it helps. Like, I think your experience just like gets a little bit, a little bit better, yeah. and you're like, you're just a little bit quicker because you're like thinking about jokes. You're like in the mindset of writing like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the thing for me of late with stand up and thinking about like the stuff that I like and what's gonna get me from, you know, someone who can like get it done at mm-hmm. like a Thursday night bar show and someone who people will be like, Oh my God, I want to buy a ticket. Want to go see this guy. Yeah. Is, is the difference between like technique and art. And it's like, how can I write jokes that are actually about 
a feeling that I have mm-hmm. and not like a clever observation or like turn of phrase. Right. Interesting. And so I've been trying to be not in like less clever, but like more like honest and like direct. Sure. And I think that that, is that working. resonates more. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a hard line to cross. I think for a lot of people, Yeah, like I feel like a lot of people find a lane where they're, clever quick but they never really fully open up about their stuff and that's kind of what i did early on too i st- i'm still trying to figure it out just like we all are but there's a there's a line between like really opening yourself up and sharing personal opinions and personal experiences and being a bit more broadly authentic versus like quick silly jokes yeah. and like fun opinions on things that are like fun in the moment but forgettable yeah. Like no one's going to remember your name. They might be like, oh, remember that joke? Da, 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 da. Yeah. But it's not going to be like, dude, that guy was fucking awesome. We got to go see him again. And that's what yeah, you need to like speak to people. And yeah. You're only going to get there by doing it. And so that's a conversation that's always had. People are like, you got to find your voice and what you mean. I think for the longest time I was uh, turned off by that because mm-hmm. I thought that what they were saying was like, you gotta, everyone always is like, talk about your struggle and like open up about like super personal things. And I've always felt like, and you don't want to talk about dick warts. You yeah. told me you <laughs> yeah. don't want to do that. And yeah. I support, I don't think you should have to. Yeah. Why do my balls smell like an old gym sock? Right. I don't want to have to do that it's not, material. Right. It's too relatable. But will you do it to sell tickets? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was always off put by that because I don't think people want like, uh, like a white dude or just like, I don't know. Just like, I, it's like some people have a very compelling struggle and like everyone has issues, but I just realized like what it actually is, is like you feel a way about things Mm -hmm. no matter what. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that your comedy has to be some sad thing. That's insanely self-referential and all about like you and how you've had it bad and it can be right. But like, you don't need to make it that way if that's not how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, just do it. Do how you feel it. And especially when you start doing longer sets. Like when I started doing college shows, I could finally fuck around and like dip into these areas where I could explore a 10 or 15 minute story or um, talk about growing up and shit. Obviously, it's college kids. They're not really going to connect with a lot of it, but it was at least like a playground for me to get out these bigger ideas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is awesome. Yeah. The flip side is I'm also the guy who at a college show will just be like, we get fucked. (laughs) (laughs) I do that too. Yeah. yeah. Because it's fun to also, it's, yeah. It's our, it's also just a party sometimes. Yeah. And that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it is people's Saturday night and like, yeah. let's throw a party. Yeah. Do you, do you buy into the whole, uh, you can't even do colleges anymore? Um, First of all, that's a conversation for people who were probably making like 250, 300 K oh, show at colleges yeah. and now it's can't, they be, can all can't fuck be bothered. Off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I've never, I think I've had two times where something weird happened at a college. One, they just told me not to curse or talk about um, alcohol, specifically alcohol. They BYU? Said, no, it was... It, what was it? It was a school like a... Um, I think it might have been a, a Christian school, like a yeah, religious type school makes sense. in the Bible Belt or something. And that was fine because yeah. I just didn't curse. And I didn't talk about alcohol. Yeah. Great. I lost five minutes of material. Yeah. Um, and then this other time, I said a joke that is uh it hit it always hits but it hits in that way where it's like oh like that and the joke is it's super quick it's my sister is 16 and she told me she wants to be a cheerleader so i'm probably going to be an uncle soon 
right? <laughs> right. And so that, and she's 20 now, so I can't even do the joke anymore. Right. But maybe if I put it in past tense, whatever. I did the joke. Yeah. And p- people la- laughed. A couple people covered their mouths. They were a little shocked. Like, Whoa. Yeah, like, oh, like that. And then after the show, kids are coming up, taking pictures, following me on Instagram. Yeah. And the rep, who was like a senior, I think, at the school, the one that booked me, she was like kind of like off. She, she like leading up to the show, she was super nice. And then after the show, she was a little weird. And I asked her, I was like, hey, what'd you think? Did you have fun? She's like, I'm a 17-year-old mother. She's <laughs> <laughs> I am with child. Yeah. Um, I was like, what, what'd you think? Did you have fun? And she was like, yeah, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I get it. I guess comedy is for different people, but I'm just not a huge fan of like misogyny and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, me neither. What are you, what are you talking about? You dumb <laughs> woman. Specifically. Yeah. She- <laughs> you stupid female. <laughs> yeah. I hate misogyny I, too, I, dude. Please explain yourself. <laughs> you dumb bitch. You dumb bitch. So she, uh, she was like, oh, the one, the bit about, you're the joke about your sister. And I was like, yeah, but you know, that's a joke, right? She's, I, and then I like, I almost like explained and I stopped myself and I was like, Hey, you don't have to like it, but that was it. And then obviously I didn't yeah. get invited back. Um, but that was kind of it. Uh, other that's than that, not that bad. it's not that bad. Her, her just saying, Hey, I get it. It's just not really for me. Now when she, th- I think the misogynistic the part was is, weird is, to is me when you can't really be like, well, yep. I guess it's for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. crowd is all misogynist. Right, right, right. That's, that's a little, it was little weird intense. to bring that term. And that just, I think that was part of what uh, does that mean? It's like now, not that every like I don't know. It's such an interesting conversation because like some jokes are like, Oof. yeah, you know, like the fact that you know, it's like does everything have to be on the table? Right. Like I, I do get there's some gray area, but like if, um, if kids are having so much trouble hearing even on the line jokes wouldn't that mean it's like the most important time for comics to go to colleges yeah or are we just like giving up no i think it is <laughs> i think you're right yeah, yeah it is the most important time you know i went to i did a college show last week and i started bringing up like covid yeah and i called it a scamdemic total joke <laughs> yeah complete joke and people got really fucking weird and of course you know the college students a lot of them are wearing masks yeah. In the cafeteria or whatever. And that's fine. But it was, it just showed like this tension still that was yeah. hovering. And maybe the tension used to be during the Me Too movement. And then it was during the protests and rallies last year. And now it's during the new variant and the safety measures and yeah. everything. And there's in the, in the college world, um, it's really weird because they're kind of very easily, uh, I don't want to say manipulated, but they soak in knowledge from like the mainstream yeah. at a higher rate yeah. than people out of college. Yeah. So whatever like the mainstream is telling them, they're going to buy into like, a bit more. Yeah. yeah. And so when you go and when you start to poke at that mainstream, which is what comedians do, they get a little bit more defensive and tense than like your average comedy club goer. Right. You know, so I do feel that. But it's not to the point where it's like, hey, we're not going to pay you because you didn't 
because you talked about COVID or because right. you cursed or because you were a misogynist when you made fun of your sister. Right. I haven't gotten any of that. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting to see. It's a cool lens that we get is where we yeah. see like the soft spots in whatever community you're speaking to. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's hard for comics because we're all like sensitive in a way because we're yeah. on stage being like, why are you laughing? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so like whether comics either say like, I'm never going back there because like they don't get it or mm-hmm. like, or even if you're like, oh, fuck you guys. Like, I'm, it's, it's all sensitive. Cause yeah. like when I, like, I do like to joke about sensitive topics, but like that is because I want everyone laughing and totally yeah. agree with me yeah, about me it too. because yeah. that's like the home run. Yes. And so then when it's yes. not, you're like, oh, interesting. And you're like, I need to like make it right. And right. I, I want to make it work. Right. But it, it's, there are things that you take for granted to be like, oh, we can joke at it starting from here. And they're just like, oh, no, no, I'm not even close to yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you noticed any places, any cities or areas in particular that lean a little more that way? Uh, it really depends. I have a I have a joke where I reference the uh, genocide in China, which is not fun. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but uh, yeah. it, depending on where you are, you're either like, uh, okay, you agreed with that like very quickly, or right. like, are are you like not bothered by this at all? Right. Because you think right because I said China, this is like an anti Asian joke. Right. And See, that's I'm what's like, crazy. They're the ones killing Asians. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. That's nuts, dude. That's where people's minds like immediately go. Yeah. And so I, that's why it's like there are times when I like won't do it. And then like yeah. my like the people in my life who've like seen me do a bunch of shows are like, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite one. I'm oh, like, well, I don't know if everyone likes it. They're like, do the, do fucking, the fucking joke. joke. <laughs> do the China joke, Joey. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> so I'll be off TikTok by next week. Yeah. <laughs> how's, how's TikTok going for you? Okay. Yeah? You're yeah. posting stand-up clips? I'm posting stand-up clips. TikTok's okay. What's your, Inst- follow- what's your following on, on, uh, the, on the talk? The talk, I'm at uh, like 59K. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you were more. I thought you were over 100. Not over 100. Dude, I'm less than you. Really? On on the talk, yeah. The talk is weird. I despise the talk. The talk is pretty Not strange. a fan of the talk. Yeah. But your stand-up clips can go bananas. They can. Well, and now finally they can on Instagram too, which is mm, crazy. Yeah. Like, it's like for the longest time, I did not know how to make that happen. Do you do your own like editing and captions and everything? Pretty much. Cool. Yeah. I work with uh, Kyle who runs Don't Tell, mm-hmm. and he... Uh, Oftentimes, my clips are from the Don't Tell shows, which look amazing. Yeah. Uh, Don't Tell Comedy, if you don't know. Yeah. Um, and so they're they're shot in really cool places. We'll be like at a surf shop yeah, or yeah, a yeah. gym or whatever. And so it's like this cool. cool visual thing. And and he's got a great setup. So he'll he'll shoot them and then a lot of times cut together like of like the multi-cam shot. And then I'll go in and do some extra like punch-ins or captioning yeah, and great. make all the little you know, visuals. But, a lot of, a lot of, was not anticipating as a comic getting started, you know, 10 years ago, how many like midnight editing sessions Dude. I would be doing yeah, at all. It's crazy. like, all, I edit as much as I do anything. Right oh, now. I edit more yeah. than I do anything. Yeah. I used to be like, I got to be at mics now all the time. I'm like, yeah. I can't go to a mic. No, fuck I no. I got to get a clip You got to edit, dude. Yeah. I just, I, uh, this is the first year where I hired a guy specifically to edit my sketches. Cause I just don't have the time anymore. Yeah. And I still find myself editing clips. I still got to edit little promo stuff. Edit like if a comic isn't editing their own stuff there, I don't think they're, you can make it anymore. I don't think so. At least to start. Like yeah, you have well, to I, start. I think like the most important thing, I mean, 
it's I'm sure some people will find this disgusting the notion that like at least if you want to go go it your own way if the industry doesn't fuck with you you have to basically figure out how to become like a small business owner. yeah 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 and so what that takes is being at least skilled or or knowledgeable about every area that you're touching mm -hmm. so yeah, I don't want to be editing all of my own stuff in five or 10 years, but I'm going to be a lot better at knowing what I want if I edit everything right, now. Right, right, And right. so you just have to get used to that. And it is kind of helpful as a, you know, stand-ups are used to like working alone and you control everything. Well, you want to be a control freak? Now's the time. Yeah. Because you yeah, can yeah, yeah. fucking get do the angles you want and you can, you can do everything yourself. Mm -hmm. It just didn't used to be possible. Yeah. Um, is there some, is there anything you're trying to add to your, your like belt of comedy shit right now? You do stand up, you do the pics videos, which mm -hmm. are awesome. You do writing gigs and content for, uh, the chubs. Yep. Um, is there anything else you're trying to add like acting or producing a special at some point or more, like your own topical sketches or anything like that? Or are you feeling good? building what you got. I'm never feeling good. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should feel like shit at all times. No, I, I mean, I, I want to be able to do everything. And so when you have a moment where you're like, I have this really good idea, it's yeah. like, I'd love to just be able to do it. Um, yeah. Which is really fun. Like I do little sketches, you know, like I did one and I was at my parents' house and I was like, mom, you're in this one. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, so yeah. my brother's Hilarious. shooting it. Yeah. Like, I, like so many friends and family. I like, I'm very lucky. I have like an awesome support group. Cool. Like we'll be at a, you know, doing a weekend, uh, like friend trip. And I'll be like, bring the drone. Cause we're shooting a pics video yeah. and help me with this. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Dope. So, um, so yeah, like, I mean like, I would act, I would write longer form stuff like right now. Um, sketch stand up is, is kind of what matters. And like, I think that for me, what will always, what I just always want to have is like stand up be the thing that I'm cool. known for. And yeah, that's yeah. like the most, you know, frequent thing that's out there. Cause it's, it's always been like what I want. Mm -hmm. Um, but Everything that feeds that is on the table. Yeah. Pod podcasting, I love because I listen to, you know, like, do you I, do a podcast? I have done two. Uh, mm -hmm. I did Pier 69 with, oh, da with Dawood. Dawood yeah, Neymar, yeah. Who was yep. just on your show and yep. Mark Smalls and, and Andrew Rolfo. We're thinking of bringing that back. I heard. Pandemic kind of, kind of took that down for Yeah. Me. Yeah. And then I did one for Chubby's, which was really fun because we like produced the hell out of it. I would write. Oh, cool. I wrote monologue jokes every week. No shit. We would do. That's um, so awesome. We would do like sketches. Like we did these like uh, readings that were like a competition. Like we did like I did like a fake monster truck ad. And mm -hmm. so it was like all mm -hmm. these like writing, just every single kind of writing. So that's dope. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I want to do everything, but yeah. for me right now, it's like stand up and you know, getting as much improvised stuff out there as I can, and then following it up with mm -hmm. you know getting getting Clips. out material. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Are yeah. you touring a decent amount this year? A decent amount. Yeah. I've got some dates with uh, with Andrew Schultz and Fuck yeah. some with Mark Normand. Cool uh, coming up, which will be cool, and then hopefully I'll be able to do some of my own stuff soon as Great. the following. Grows. Yeah, dude. When when you do those clubs, are you gonna are you do you, are you featuring for those guys? MCing? Uh, yeah, with Schultz probably MCing with Norman featuring. Yeah, yeah, I I was um when I first started touring with uh, JP. I would feature for him or MC whatever yeah. was open. And then I would try to get into the club and just get like a one nighter 
soon after and something like that. Like That's even a on a Wednesday, on a Wednesday or some shit for even the following week, you just go up to him and you're like, throw me a date. Yeah. I'd just be like, Sick. yo, I'd, I will do I'd, that. <laughs> yeah. No, I swear to God. I'd be like, yo, like, Hey, improv of whatever the fuck I'm emceeing this weekend. Could I get the Wednesday right after? And I'll just stay in town or the, <clears throat> or the Sunday, <clears throat> the Sunday of that weekend. If we're not doing shows for them yeah. on Sunday, like, let me get that Sunday, dude. Let me, see, a, let me see what I can that's do. That's a hot, that's a hot tip. You know? Yeah. And then just try to try your best to pack it. Yeah. See if they can comp the room. You're not going to make any money, but it's yeah. not about the money. It's about, it's about getting used to trying headlining. To get, and, yeah. And, headlining yeah. proper rooms. Right. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say, do but that. would you end up having the people who were just there and saw you do like half your act there? And then you're like, do I need to do a brand new 45? Yes. So that's what I said. Um, so I would do this. I would, I would do the feature spot or the MC or whatever it was. And then, well, MC, it's easy. It's like, MC is like 10 or 15, but even when I feature, I'll do like really good material that I don't need in my hour mixed with some good material that is in my hour. So be like 50, 50. And then I'll just say like, yo, I'm going to be back tomorrow night. Yep. You're going to see some of this stuff, but you're gonna see a whole bunch of shit that you've never seen before. So come through. And I would say that. And then at the actual show too, I would open it up with like the first piece or whatever i do like this big music opening now yeah and then i'll go into like yo make some noise if you guys saw me two days ago okay cool you're gonna see the same fucking jokes <laughs> yeah. but i need you to laugh just yeah. as hard otherwise i will kill myself cool let's get started let's Da-da-da-da. go you yeah know? yeah yeah or uh, you just go around the room and you find out what everyone does for a living. Right. <laughs> and they're like, I'm a construction worker and we talked on Friday night. And yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah? yeah? I'll give you a hard for hat. Sure. And he's like, that's the, same, that's the same joke that you made. Yeah, for sure, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> What's your name? Jack? Hammer? Idiot. All right. Moving on. What's up, bitch? Um, so, but yeah, that I That's so cool, I just yeah. totally communicate it, and it's whatever. I mean, yeah. you know, if people show up, they know what they're getting. It's into. so it's so fascinating the different uh, routes that people take in, I guess, any profession, but in stand up in particular, there yeah. are some people that are like they they don't do anything uh, proactively, but they yeah. will get tons of things. Dude, it's wild, and uh, and it kind of almost benefits them because mm-hmm. they're not. I don't even know. And then there's like, yep, we're fighting for every inch out here, baby, and yeah. we make it happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's nuts. And it's all a path to like, there's no right way to do it because what you're ending up trying to do is just like, put myself out there, and if people fuck with me, then I'll be able to eat off it. And yeah. If not, uh, yeah. Well, well, there goes a few decades. Gotta work. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. Whoops, <laughs> dude. Every learning to code. <laughs> Every comedy city has like that guy that's kind of middle aged and he's still doing open mics, you know. And the and the guys are just starting off like, bro, bro, he's a legend. He's a legend, <laughs> dude. That guy's been around forever, dude. He fucked Pam Anderson, dude, in the bathroom of the comedy club. Um, there are so many like odd, uh, just concentric circles mm-hmm. of like power, delusion, and reality and stand up, yeah. and you like, yeah. Exit one, and you're like, I was not seeing that this way yeah. you know, five years back. But then there's also a, a beautiful thing that some people have, which is like they know it's not going down, but like they have a community with stand up, and mm-hmm. they do like uh, give 
younger comics advice and they run, you know, mics in the city and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and end up being like a cool, important part of the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. That way. It reminds me of like the old dude you'll see at the gym. That's like shooting hoops by himself. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like his rhythm is like, he's got that like perfect form. Silky. Yeah. 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 He's just, it's a hobby, but he's, like, you play he's ball and he's like, I got 10 minutes at a D two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, that's actually Better than most that's people. If you really think people. about it, yeah, yeah that's sure. actually like a reasonable career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you started in San Francisco. I started in uh, South Africa, actually. Technically, no. I got to do when I was. Are you serious? Co- I, I, yeah, I got to do a semester at University of Cape Town when I was in college, and so what? Was, yeah. Where'd you go to college? I went to UC San Diego. Okay, and actually, you want to talk about guys who didn't quite make their D two program? <laughs> oh, shit. I, I thought I was going to be a baseball player. Yeah, and then that didn't end up happening. Did you try to walk on? Well, I was a recruited walk-on, so they like mm-hmm. brought me to the school, got me into the school, and we were like, "Dope!" I was like, I assumed I would be on the team for a year, and then kind of like we'll f- like work my way into a starting role, and that's kind of what I thought. I just didn't really know. Yeah. Um, and then when I got there, it was like orientation, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm here to play baseball. I'm here playing baseball." And we we're like, all of a sudden, I'm like that guy. And so they had brought in, I think, 18 recruited walk-ons. Oh, my God. And they kept one. What? And so there That's was like a, so mean. There was like a fleet of like guys who thought they were going to play ball oh, in college, no. like wandering around the campus, like, do I play club water polo? <gasps> yeah. Like I, so I I had an offer to transfer to Santa Barbara City and play there, mm-hmm. and that, but then I just ended up staying. I was like, UC San Diego is a good school. I was like, I'll just try yeah. out and make the team next year. And then the next year went around. I was like, Fuck baseball. I don't know. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you yeah. lost it. You were just like, or you lost the yeah. interest in it. Yeah, it was yeah. like my first like midlife crisis. At, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I got there <laughs> with like a girlfriend and I was like, I'm a ball player. And yeah. then all of a sudden yeah. that didn't happen. So I was like, I just remember like, like I was like, I didn't know what to do. I like, mm-hmm. like buzzed my head. I was like doing like P90X Holy in shit, my room. Dude. I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Went to another country. Who am I? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What what's what year did you go to South Africa? Uh, I want to say summer of 2012. I think. What and your, that was your junior year. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It ended up being like it was like an odd thing because of just the way that like semesters work that I kind of went yeah. in summer. But yeah, why, it was like junior going into senior year. Why South Africa? Only speak English. That narrowed it down. Okay. A lot. Yep. Um, and then. It was that I, uh, you know, just irrationally wanted to feel special mm-hmm. and do something that other people hadn't done. Cool. And it was like literally as far away as I could get. Mm-hmm. And then the finance of it were able to work because the flight's super expensive. But like once you get there and you're going to be there for six months. It's cheap. It's affordable as hell. Really? Living in Africa. Yeah, but I thought South Africa would be like London. It's, Cause it's not. <laughs> it's I don't know. Uh, there, it's colonized. Is that there the has right been word? a large history of colonization. It's mm-hmm. most specifically the um, the Dutch came and then they've formed the like uh, I think it's Afrikaners are uh, like a, the, and then the Afrikaans K-A-A-N. is like the the language that's spoken there. Yeah. So there, it, it, it was really, I, I was also really interested in Mandela and I'd read like some books on him. And so I was just kind of like, yeah, it was like things yeah. lined up. It felt right. Wow. I did shrooms once and it was like, go. Whoa. Like, fuck yeah. right, <laughs> <laughs> we out. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So did UC San Diego have like an extension program there or was it part of a more uh, broad 
college program with people from different schools? It was di- people from different schools. Okay. So I lived in a, in a house with uh, like 12 other international students. Mm-hmm. So it was like people from Holland, people from Germany, wow. dude from Brazil. Dope. Yeah, it was, it was a crazy. So like a little experience. hostile like dorm situation? It was a pretty like, it was like a, it was like, it was like a mansion. Fuck! It was like a like Crazy. a real world type uh, experience, but not like the mansion was like sick. Did everybody have like sex with each other? Giant. A few people <laughs> a gave few it people a shot. Did. Yeah. <laughs> it always ended That's weird. Wild. For yeah. Yeah. So uh, how many a semester? You're out there for six months, like half a year. Yeah. And did you study? Did you go on safaris? What kind of? What did you do? I. Uh, I so University of Cape Town is is cool and then like part of their thing was uh it's just so different out there like mm-hmm. like there was a guy who like played on the rugby team and like you Whoa. could just sign up and like then you're on the rugby team at like one of the premier so it's just not like college sports in the US. Yeah. So I tried a bunch of shit. I was like I had a radio show uh at the university which broadcast live. Dope. So I was literally on South African That's cool radio. That's cool shit. And I tried, I was like, I'll try some shit. You know, I was, I was in college. I'd like listen to Rogan. I was like, I'm gonna try jujitsu. I did that once. I was like, that ain't it. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I, and then I did my first open mic and uh-huh. I got in, in South Africa. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. That's wow. Be it. Like, what was no the, what was it like in South Africa? What was the open mic like? Um, it was, well, we found out about it because a friend of mine went to a bar cause he heard you could just like buy weed from over the counter. And then there was like nice. an open mic going on Oh shit! <laughs> and then we're like, what? And it was yeah. very similar to an open mic here, it was, mm-hmm. but it was like three or four comics. And then a bunch of like fucked up musicians people sitting there just, no, just like, Oh, pe- like regulars. Oh <laughs> yeah. my God. And yeah. the place was tiny. It's, it was actually the perfect spot. Um, really tiny spot and, and not like a place that had been so beaten to death. Like they couldn't like field enough comics. So there'd be like four people on the show and then I'd come and I brought a, like a fricking, you know, like 12 international students with me. Yeah. 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 And it's an interesting place because, uh, you know, apartheid ended like not that long ago. Right. If if you think about it. Right. Um, so you, you kind of walk around as, as a white dude there and it's like, you can feel a little bit and then you get on stage and I open my mouth as like, uh, you know, California kid, and they're like, "We love him." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it was like that. yeah. So was you're that... just divorced from the whole whatever their whole history, right? Was. Right, yeah. right, right. You don't represent anything. Yeah, and it was Obama years, so they were like, "So they were Fuck chilling." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, was so? Did you just do the one, or did you start doing it regularly when you were out there? This is the most like fucked up. Th- I did. I did. Uh, Two, well, I, I probably did like five shows overall out there, mm-hmm. and I started getting invited to like do a few different things, and I'm I'm still in touch with a, a couple. Oh, dude, people. you gotta go! I want to go. Let's badly. set up a tour, right? <laughs> set that Please, right now. Yeah, it it is like a huge dream of mine that I, I once I once I have a a little bit more to justify it, I'm absolutely doing it. Fuck but, yeah, because um, I really want to go back. But this is how dumb I am. I when I was trying to get ready, I was like I was watching like delirious and like Eddie Murphy and I just like, that's like what I want yeah, to do. Yeah. And then <laughs> I, uh, so I do, I do seven minutes my first time Damn. and I get off and I'm like, okay. And people are like, Oh my God, you're great. And I'm like, yeah. And then like, you know, wasn't really, but I go back the next time and I'm like, okay, I got to come with a whole new seven. Yeah. So the second time oh I do God. a brand new seven, which goes like, okay, like probably three of the five jokes do solid. Mm-hmm. And I get off stage, and in my stupid head, I was like, all right, 
I'm 14 minutes into the hour. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm going oh, to get back to the States <laughs> and start shopping this around. <laughs> <laughs> that's 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, my God. That's and then hilarious. I learned how the world actually works. Right, right, but, uh, right, right. But that's just how, how delusional uh, you can be when you're young, which uh, makes it very fun. Or at least, yeah. yeah. You have to be delusional to start doing stand-up. Yeah. You have to be delusional. Yeah. It's got to be part of your psychology that you have to be a little bit psycho. Yeah. You know? Um, when you were in South Africa, did you do any like crazy South African shit? I did uh, one of the cool things. I did get to go into uh, uh, Botswana and Zambia and do like a safari where you're yeah. basically like, you're like, In you, the you go out and you see, no, like, like walking, you bro, like we pulled up and, uh, and you, you pull up and there's some homies from the village there <laughs> and, uh, Just standing there like dude, this. Dude, absolute legends. What's good, Joey? Yeah, and they uh, <laughs> they they've got uh, basically canoes. They yeah. call them makoros, which I think means a container. But yeah. um, we pull up, and you put all your bags in the thing, and you literally just go canoeing out through these reeds. And they're like, there's hippos. Dude, and you're just going, dude. Hippos you're canoeing kill through oh. reeds. <laughs> yeah, and so you go to a spot, and then they just pull up, and you drop a tent. And then you're camping and they're like, you want to go for a nature walk and you're walking and there's fucking, there's literally, uh, elephants and wildebeests and zebras and yeah. you're at their house. Yeah. You're not like no, no Jeep, no, no fucking, you know, no like Zuki. You're, I mean, you're in Jumanji. You're, you're out there. You're in Jumanji. And so like every once in a while, the elephants would just be like, what's up, bitch? What the fuck? And they'd be like, don't move. And you're like, no, don't move. How close? How I'm close would the elephant be? Uh, elephants. I didn't have too bad of a like scary elephant mm-hmm. thing. One of them charged for a bit and then stopped. Uh, what which was a trip? Yeah, but at, at you guys, it was like it kind of like came a bit and was like it was kind it, of crazy. It checked you. Yeah, it was like what's up, dog. So that pro- probably like <laughs> probably like fifty yards kind of situation. Damn, um, the scariest dude. thing was the hippos. Yeah, well, a hippo will eat your entire body in, yeah. in one bite. So I'm. You see- ever seen those motherfuckers with a watermelon? No. Dude, really? All right. Let's see it. Jamie, can you pull up a hippo (laughs) eating a watermelon for us, please? You're going to love this. They brought us to a... a, They were like, do you want to see the dead hippo? And we're like, all right. So like, they canoe us over this dead hippo. (laughs) And and he's rotting. And we're like, dude, what happened? And they're like, oh, yeah, this was the son. And they were like, he got too close to his dad's harem. And like hippos, like if the hippo's in the club, you know, with his bitches. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't come by, even if you're my son. The dad, the killed dad killed the his son? son because the son was trying to get near one of the eight women that the oh, dad. Oh, what a boss Dad's move! A, yeah, yeah, damn, dad. Yeah, dad, messed dad, up. Dad, dad was a vibe. Yeah, but it's scary. All right, Jamie, let's see this video yep. of a hippo eating a watermelon. Look at that. Oh, just crushes it in one bite. Crushed. Ugh. That's a watermelon, dude. That is not. You need like multiple swings with a bat. Yeah. To do a watermelon they're, they're like that. They're angry animals. And I was sleeping in a tent with a German dude and he was snoring like crazy. Mm-hmm. And so he's going. And then I hear, we were like, oh, we'll get the one close to the water. Stupid decision. We, I literally hear a hippo in the water. It feels like it's like 20 feet from me, but I'm inside a tent. And I'm sleeping next to this dude who's snoring. And the hippo's going. <laughs> What? And then he's going, ah! and I'm like, ah, dude, I was like the hippo.
hippos are gonna get territorial. I'm yeah, bowled over. So you think I'm your friend is like a fucking a hippo? Sleepy fucking German. <laughs> Dude, it was horrifying. <laughs> That's terrifying, dude. Yeah. That's so, so scary. No, Having had that experience, would you go back and do it again? Would you do another safari? I, I think I would just because it, it's so amazing. But it is one of those things that, like, you know, as you get older, you're... Some people get older and like, I got to do some shit before I die. But mm-hmm. once there's things you've done, I think the older you get, the more you're averse to doing some of the things that while you're there, half of you is thinking, mm. I can't wait till this, it turns into a memory. Because yeah, 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 yeah. The live experience is a little fucked. Yeah, uh, but at the same time, it's truly amazing, and like, yeah, it's just um, there's there's something, and it's it is annoying for like Americans to be like, oh, the Mother Africa is such a special <laughs> place. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Mother Africa, you do feel it, and, yeah, and, and it is it, it's an amazing uh, continent, and I think too, just you know, as you, you try to maintain some form of like perspective around things that are going in the world, it, it yeah. is helpful to have a, uh, understand a place outside of, uh, the f- news reports about it. Dude, um, totally. so that you can get it. And I realize I'm very totally. lucky to have had that experience. Yeah. Um, you know, at that age, like got yeah. some help from the parents to fly over there. 100%. Yeah. 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 For sure. But, um, but that'd be grateful for that. That's yeah. cool. Yes. Yeah, that's that's dope. Did they bring anything on the safari to protect you guys? Did they have like guns or it anything didn't like that? Feel that the vibe was like insanely chill. Like Whoa. the dude, that's were, crazy. Yeah. Like it was not a professional thing. It was like the dudes who just live nearby were like, yep, another bus, throw them in the canoes and let's kick it. Like, we were literally like our guy loved us because me and the German dude were in a boat and we were like just like handing him beers. So we were just yeah, like drinking yeah. the whole time yeah. and like playing music like in the boat. That's and like insane. Other dude. people are like on like this like the like trip of their lifetime yeah. and they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? We're like, sorry, sorry, sorry we're, we're just, just here to chill. Fun, Martin we're loves to party. Right? Martin doesn't get to party very much because he's with stuck up Dutch people traveling all the time. Yeah. He's having fun with the boys. <laughs> He loved us. He literally, we'd pull up in the boat. He'd be like, Christmas boat. What do we have today? And then what? we'd hand him Christmas a beer. Boat? Because he said every day is Christmas because we were giving him gifts. Oh, my God. That's hilarious, dude. That's so awesome. Yeah. It's cool going to those places and like making a little friend. Yes. You know, yeah. I did a cruise, uh, a cruise show a couple years ago. Worst I've ever bombed. I've already told the story. I'll tell you after the show. But it, I had to fly into Miami. And then uh, I hopped on a smaller plane to Antigua. Mm. Do you know that island? Do you know what that is? Antigua. Antigua. It's I've like been to Anguilla. Bahamas or something like that. Mm. Something I forget. I completely forget. Yeah. Um, but I, I landed and at the hotel I was staying at, um, they had like a guy for me to like drive me to, to get food or whatever. And he was like just taxi guy. It wasn't yeah. anything special. But he worked at the place. He had been born and raised on the island. His name was Andy Smuggler. <laughs> Okay. He told me that was his name. I was like, is Smuggler your real last name? He said, no, no. I don't want to do the accent. <laughs> I can't do the accent. He was like, no, no. I just, uh, I, I have that as a nickname because anybody wants something, I could get it for them. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Not really drugs. I mean, unless you want them, but like typically like video games, movies, DVD, whatever. You're like, you have to smuggle that out here? Right. <laughs> Does that just come naturally floating in? What? You're like, oh, can I have some Coke? He's like, no, but I have Tony, Tony Hawk's <laughs> Pro Skater too. No, but I have the Blu-ray of Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I guess I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he was the coolest fucking guy. And we like, he took me to get ice cream. He had the ice cream with me. He was talking about like basketball. He's a massive basketball fan. Yeah. 
and it was just like really cool. And I hung out with the guy for like, I don't know, eight hours. And I'm, I don't know if I'll ever see him again. The great, the but gr- it was like a fun yeah, little friendship. It's good. It's good enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was cool. Well, I remember like sometimes I would have when I was a kid, like we'd like go like visit my grandparents and you'd like meet a kid from down the street and play catch for a little bit. And be mm-hmm. like, dude, I have a friend. And then yeah. like, we'd like be like leaving Michigan where my grandparents are uh, from. And I was like, am I ever going to see JR again? Uh-huh. But now as an adult, you're like, you know what? Andy Smuggler and I had a lovely weekend. We had and a that's wonderful time. it's going to be. Yeah. And you can carry it, that energy it, forward. Yeah. And it's also nice when you go to those places, like, it's, maybe it's overcompensating a little bit, but to be a little bit like, uh, so a lot of these uh, travelers going to suck, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, what's, <laughs> like, what's the bullshit, you know? Right, like, right, right. Try to get right. a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of you, dude. Yeah. I'm but then, cool. But then you realize that, like, that's worse. Like, either you do that right or you do it so much worse. Or you so do it much so worse. bad. You become one of so the mu- like, people you're walking. Yeah, 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 Worse yeah. than. They're yeah. like, just wear a fucking Bermuda hat yeah. and just, like, <laughs> text, you know, and totally. just fight with your wife. Totally. Because like, <laughs> I'm trying to chill. Yeah. It's a fine line. It's a fine line. You know when to go for it. Yeah. 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 I, um, it was it was really cool. Where else have you been besides South Africa? I was going to say, the only time I've been to the Bahamas mm-hmm. is a fun trip. I got to go to Anguilla, mm-hmm. which is, a, I don't know, not a super visited island, because my friend was on a reality show, and before he left, he was like, yo, I'm putting you down. If, if they fly anyone out, mm-hmm. I'm putting you down. So I got to be visiting friend on a reality show. No a way. Fox reality show. Crazy. Yeah. Fuck fuck was it called what was it god damn it it was called coupled it was like a mark burnett thing and never quite caught they were sure. tra- they were trying to do like tinder irl so it was like oh, you okay. meet a chick and then you pick like yeah. just yes or no and then you live in a house together oh for a my month god <laughs> that's a nightmare it was crazy that's a nightmare <laughs> and so i literally got to be visiting friend i used to put it in my stand-up bio because i was like thirsty for clips i was like totally as, as seen on fox <laughs> And it was literally my, my like actual title on this Fox was just friend. like Joey, Alex's best friend. And so ah! how many episodes? Uh did they I was just in like one. You were just in one? Yeah. Yeah. I ended up just partying with everyone's like moms and like cousins. Yeah. You know, while we yeah. were waiting because waiting and they just bring us in and I just walked into this like multi million dollar house that like Damn. Beyonce and Jay Z and like Bieber rent out when yeah. they want to go to the Bahamas. And I just, you know, they're like, do you think you'll find love? I'm like, I don't know. Alex is <laughs> such a great guy. And, like, he's so earnest. So, like, I feel like he says he kind of likes her. She could be the one. And like, that's <laughs> it. I got, Gross. like, flown to the bomb. Gross, dude. To do that. And I had partied the day before with everyone and got the worst sunburn of my entire life. <laughs> So I have like long hair and like red, like peeling skin. Oh no! Been drinking Coronas for forty eight hours, and I'm like, she could be the one. She could be the one. She could be the one. <laughs> you know. And then like he gets back, and he's like, she's not the one. She's I'm like, that makes sense. <laughs> That's insane, dude. Um, I've never been on a reality show like that. It's. I'm, I I would. I think it'd be fun. What I wanted to do was be a, like a character, like go on one of those shows in character. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got offered to do, oh, what was it? Not Let's Make a Deal, not Family Feud. What's the other one where you have to guess the price? The price is right. That <laughs> there one. it is. Yep, that's the one. Um, they hit me up and I said, yeah, I'd love to do it, but can I do it like in character? Like I wanted to go on as like my, yeah. my fitness man bun character or like my overly spiritual guy. Yeah. And just like completely fuck around. And they were like, no, that's not what we do here. <laughs> and you're like, well, like, well okay. would you for the right price? Right, right. 
Let, let me name a price. Yeah. Yeah. I, I almost got on Let's Make a Deal, and I was also like, I was going to go as betting man. Oh, but, yeah. But then they were like, hey, we're going to have this call. Uh, do you know anyone at CBS? And I was like, yeah, I like know a friend. And they're like, oh, then you can't. And I was like, ah, I oh, thought it was going to help. Oh, shit. I thought it was going to help. Damn. Yeah, but that, then that it, could have been it, you end up in a weird spot with it because, like, when you're just like really trying to get on anything, you know, yeah. when you're like starting off and you're yeah, on yeah. TV, like, can I like do this? This should be amazing. And to do it just for shits and giggles would be fun, yeah, hundred uh, percent. But you do end up in a weird spot as a stand-up where you're like, kind of like, yeah. can't like earnestly be on the prize. Right? No, you have to like, you can't kill it in some direction. You yeah, can't just be like a feel good. You can't story. just be a person. Like, which, but maybe that's my thing is like, I'm just on every reality show. I'm not funny at not all. Funny. <laughs> at all. Just, I'm like barely Bombing charismatic. Everybody. Yeah. I'm just like focused on the game. <laughs> just super into it. And that's how I supplement my stand up. <laughs> Dude, uh, I, I did, uh, my first time on TV was for, um, uh, an acne commercial. It was like one of those proactive acne uh-huh. commercials and I remember they had me do this is like my first year doing stand up and I just need money and they had me do a three month test with the product and they had me come in for like infomercial segments like yeah. check in 10 minutes how you doing oh it's pretty good you know it's starting to clear up I'm feeling a little more confident da, yeah. da, da, da. and they ran that for eight years <laughs> around the world dude <laughs> I had a buddy who was living in Sweden he was living in Sweden and he texted me um, this is maybe four or five years ago. So mm-hmm. not even that long ago. He was like, Hey bro, why are you on this like acne commercial at 4am in Sweden? <laughs> like I'm in my hotel. I just turned on the TV. I saw your face. I was like, what? They paid me $200. Yeah. It didn't clear up my acne, <laughs> <laughs> but they own me in perpetuity. So that's why you need an agent. I that's think. why you need yeah. an agent. I yes. don't have one, but it seems yeah. like for commercials, it's a good yeah. vibe because yeah. you just get absolutely hosed. I did one uh, similar thing. I probably made like a couple hundred bucks mm-hmm. and I went in, it was like an ancestry.com thing. Yeah. And they were like, um, they're they They had a makeup artist turn me into a photo of my grandfather. Whoa. And so there's like this, uh, this like commercial of me in like a world war two looking jacket with like way bushier eyebrows. Like, yeah. Floating around <laughs> the internet. <laughs> And then like That's crazy. random like Avery. Do you have it? Uh, I can find you it. You got to find yeah, it. Yeah, I'll find yeah, it. Yeah, you got to find it. But there That's are like, hilarious. there are random Avery's that, um, that will like hit me up because it's, you know, old people on Facebook really just want to like know who all is possibly in their family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. kind of what That's they get so into. That's so funny, dude. I just got a request to join a group called Pellas of the World. Yeah. From my cousin who's in her 60s. Yeah. That's what it is. It's just full of people her age from her generation, all with the last name Pella. It's what they want. It's like the only thing that matters to them is is finding out the and and that is a lovely thing. I I maybe I'm shitting on it a little quickly, but um, I like it. I think it's cool. Yeah, but well, I'll tell you this actually. (laughs) I have a I found the talent and release form, but where the hell is the photo? On that topic. this is one of my favorite things in the world that mm-hmm. I'm involved in. I'm in a Facebook group uh, message yeah. that is all Joe, Joey, and Joseph Avery's. What? And we've been talking for like four years. That's insane, and dude. most of us get fucked 
uh. Like there will literally be like, like, uh, like what? Yeah, like cheers to the lads, fucking blitzed in London, boys. No but way. we're all Joes. We fucking love it. And like a cheers, and then I'll be off a glass of wine. You know, that's like so funny, all the Joes are getting wet tonight. Ah! <laughs> getting that's amazing. Yeah. It's like my favorite. Where, where do you th- where are most of them based in the U.S. or uh, London? There's there's a there's a mix. There's some U.S. ones, and look, you're gonna get a few bad apples. Sure, and there's been uh, a few it, Antifa it hasn't members. Been a perfect group. Yeah, and some people have had to leave, <laughs> but um, you know, there's a little bit of turnover. But we do party, and there seems to be at least one in uh, Australia. Definitely some some Britain, and then a solid amount of U.S. Cool. But yeah, that's cool. You should try to finagle some type of like uh, show for all the Joey Averys. I would love to. All the Joseph Averys. It would be an odd. Uh, Such a weird mix. Oh, why? Some Such of the photos are gone from it. But yeah, it'd be, it'd be an odd cast. I think yeah. the green room would yeah. get weird. Um, <laughs> I think there's like so there's there's like a lot of them in there. Like and probably like Five of them talk, uh-huh. uh, and it, it kicks off every six months or so. Yeah, I probably fuck with like two of them. Oh, of all, some, how many are in there? Well, there's over a lot of fifty. Turnover. Sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I it all started because one morning I wake up and I just have a message from Joey Avery. Yeah, and it just said, "Morning, fellas." <laughs> I went, "What?" And I opened it up, and it was just. And then it, it started it hasn't from there. Stopped. That's yeah. so funny, dude. Yeah. I feel like that's a very dude thing. I wonder if girls do that. I, you yeah. Know? Do you think there's like a like a Katie Williams and they also group like out turn, there turning on each other? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, they would hate each other. Uh, I, I it feels like a dude thing, and yeah. I, I think the other thing too is is I have to wonder how much of my like persona is really built into my name because when you recognize a specifically Joey Avery quality and another <laughs> Joey Avery from across the pond, you're like, that is what I would have started this group chat. And I definitely will send a cheers to the group chat yeah. and say, we're getting fucked up on Saturday night. Aren't we boys? Like, that's <laughs> it. Dude, that's awesome. It's the whole nature versus there, nurture. There's no other Brent Pella. None that on not on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, That's, not on social media though. I yeah, can find. and you don't have like Brentward, you know, like you right, can't right, like, right, you right. Can't, like, on a Brenton, it. actually Brenton. What if there's a Bre Pella? Bre <laughs> Bre Pella, Bre or like Pella. I'll take a Brie. If there's a Brie, Brie could work too. I'll take Brie, Brianna yeah. Pella. Yeah, but um, then it's weird. Now you're just weird. messaging yeah. a girl, <laughs> and you're like, like hey. you, you're like, hey, you wouldn't have to change your last name <laughs> if things work out. Want to have a message group <laughs> every week? I'll just check in with you from time to time. It'll be chill. <laughs> you're hot. You remind me. You're man. hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, dude. Um, I loved your. Uh, what was the Joe Rogan video you just did that I immediately texted you about? I did. Uh, with ha- to- I was half excited for you and half angry because <laughs> yeah, it totally yeah, was yeah. a concept that I was going to shoot. What was it? Uh, it 10 was, years ago versus yeah, today. It was listening to Rogan in, in 2010 versus now. Yeah. 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 And yeah, yeah I, I mean like, as I kind of mentioned earlier, like it's, it's, I've been on the, that, that ride for the whole time. Yeah. I mean like yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. in South Africa, I think I, was, I chimed in like, around fucking, 2014. You know, when I started like doing mushrooms, I tried, tried jujitsu. Nope. Stand up radio. Right. <laughs> like, right. Obviously. Right. Um, yeah, it's 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 it was interesting because I think some people took it as like a commentary on the show, and a lot of people took it as a commentary just on like what 
it has felt like socially to now listen to the show. Yeah. Because it used to feel like this like fun thing. It, and now yeah. it's like in the political machine. It, it totally is. In a is, way dude. that a conversation about that being or not his fault is, is not really what I'm going for. It's right, just right. like, that just feels different. <laughs> it's just different. It yeah. totally is. Yeah. I mean, I would love to talk about ancient crystals found in Mesopotamia again, you know, and cave paintings of mushrooms grown out of people's heads. Right. But at the same time, but also it's evolving as a guy, know? as a guy, like I wonder as a, as a man who talks for 17 hours a week, mm-hmm. is he like, I done talked about it. Right. <laughs> I don't know right. what, uh, right. I don't know right. how much more is there to uncover there. Yeah. Podcasting is such a weird art form because like you, obviously control what you're talking about. But when you're talking about that many hours, it mm-hmm. really just at some point is just how you be. Yeah. And it's not like writing a movie where you're like, this is the subject matter. You pick guests and stuff like that, but it's just like, it's just wherever you're at yeah. at that time. It's yeah. kind of what the show becomes mixed with whatever guest you bring on. Totally. Yeah. And it's the, the weird expectations people have for his show. I hate sounding like one of those bros that like defends him. Yeah. I'm part of this uh, Joe Rogan fan group. Yeah. Because they kept sharing a lot of my videos back when I was doing impressions of him and I did the young Jamie video. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they would like tag me and like show me a lot of love. So I joined the group and every once in a while I'll see a post and it's like, um, Hey, do you guys have any idea like why there's so much hate for Joe? Like, I truly don't understand it. And then like 10 bros are just like, yeah, man, fucking, he's just trying to do his thing. And And yeah, dude, like we need somebody's voice out there. And And it's like 10 dudes that all look the same. They're all named Joey Avery. (laughs) They're all just defending Joe Rogan. (laughs) And with pictures in their bio of them wearing sunglasses and like a lemonade cup. And um, it's just, it's interesting to see how he went, into this space now where he gets a higher viewership than CNN. Yeah. You know, and how it has changed, but I love the video that you did. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's, it's just, it's, what do you think about how that shit has happened? Cause he's a comic. He, he's a stand up. Yeah. Comedian. Every, everything I hear is that he's a, a super awesome dude. And like, he's made so many <laughs> comics lives. Yeah. Yeah, great, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I think is awesome. I mean, I, the, the, honestly, the, the impetus for the video was I was like, okay, I, what I hate doing is uh, forming an opinion based on just seeing the coverage of something. Yeah. So, like, I've seen that Twitter goes crazy all the time. I've seen that now he is a news article as news does what everyone on YouTube does, which is just clickbait it. Yeah. Listen, everyone's just trying to use his name, right? Oh, 100%. Because it's the most powerful name, name. creates yeah. this whole thing yeah. and yeah. i'll listen to takes about it too because i'm like i don't wonder what they're saying right 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 but at so so i was thinking about all that but then i was like you know what i'm gonna uh, he had some fucking guy who hates vaccines on and like i'm you know more of a pro-vaccine person but i like listening to perspectives whatever yeah yeah, yeah. and so i threw it on and i was like trying to get through it and the whole thing i was, was just was like, this McCullough? T- it was the I did listen to that one. That one was tough. He was like, you that can't get tough. COVID twice. And I was like, well. yeah, that guy, that was tough. He was tough. And he, yeah. he there, there's these, he just had like crazy old man energy where you yeah. could just be like, I'm not a scientist, but I know this guy's weird. I know, I dude. And feel it, that it's weird. every two minutes he talked about his new book or something and he's pushing yeah. it. it there, It felt very inauthentic and like it was agenda driven. Yeah. And then I, I listened to an entire podcast that was like, I don't. I have, I hate this term, but it was fact checking. Yeah. His 
and then I listened to that one and I started looking stuff up and it's just, I didn't like, I didn't fully like that. I like that it exists. I like that it's out there. Yeah. I wouldn't, I w- if I could choose whether or not for him to have done that podcast or not, I'll choose for him to have done it for sure. Right. But um, anyways, th- it's just uh, to your point, that guy. Was then I, yeah, then the- I listened to the other one with, what is it? Malone? Mac- yeah. yeah. And I, I started that one and, uh, you know, I, I couldn't quite get through it. Well, I, I went to go on and I like was like, oh, God, like, I don't know who follows me on Spotify. So I like put on private mode. Ah, I was like, I'm going to listen to some vaccine misinfo. Like, that's just, <laughs> that doesn't need to fucking be publicly out there. Like, I, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm an open minded guy. I'll fucking listen. Uh-huh. And so that was a slog and it was just kind of frustrating. You didn't like that one. I didn't really like that yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, also, by the way, if you're a scientist, I don't care what lab you work <laughs> in. Shut the fuck. I know you have to like credential it. But yeah. When people just start like beating you with the club of credentials i'm like you're winding up for bullshit just make your i point. know i know make your fucking it's point. it's tough though because if he doesn't do that then people are like he's just then a quack people are like and... he's a quack and all that and i i like malone much more than i like mccullough they both yeah it was a bit dry yeah. and so then i literally turned it off turned on music had the idea for the tiktok and mm-hmm. made the rogan thing and made it two days later did it, it pop like, did it, it do did, well anywhere? It did better on IG than TikTok, actually. Interesting. But like, you should me, repost like, it to TikTok soon. Yeah, 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 I will. We should shoot it as a full video. Yeah, we, we should, should do the whole a thing. feature film. A feature film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a trilogy, uh, yeah. if you will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just like, I guess to me, it's like, it, it sucks that it's become part of the political thing, but like, when you start getting political, then that is what it is. And so, I, I see both sides of it. Like, I don't think he's bringing great people on and I don't think his perspective on it is right it's but at the same time I think that the reaction to it by everyone is proving his point and making him bigger uh just by everyone saying sure. like the way CNN has has like tried to do the ivermectin thing and just the way that everyone's yeah, yeah, horse yeah. pill it's like yeah yeah it's it's just one of those things where you're just you're just if you're if you're watching it like a sporting event you're just like Ugh, I want to turn this off sure because yeah both yeah both teams yeah. are pissing me off yeah both teams piss <laughs> me off too and I think that's too. what I was just more but like, I will but the the more fundamental aspect of it like love or hate McCullough or Malone or whoever else he brings on and agree or disagree with either of them and uh, the the movement to try and like get him to stop. Yeah. is really what's in question now. And to me, that's what's gross and should stop, is trying to either get him to get his guests vetted by Spotify first. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I had a conversation with my buddy on Instagram, shout out to Nick, and um, we were talking about Rogan and the guests that he's been bringing on. And and he's, my buddy Nick sent me a, an opinion piece about why Joe Rogan is like a hateful right-wing misinformation propaganda right. machine, which I personally just don't agree with. I think he has a lot of ideas and Often written by things. someone who either has never listened right. or only listened to the ones that they could Exactly. Dr- there are some articles that you read, and I'm like, I've submitted shitty college essays too yeah i know yes. how to go yes. find yes. four points construct an argument make for a it, crazy and metaphor and it. shit it out of my ass yeah, i can do yeah. that it's that's not what hard. this opinion piece was and i said that to my buddy on the on dms when we were talking and what i also said which he then challenged and i'll tell you what that was i said well every time joe brings on somebody like you know mccullough or robert malone or somebody like that they always offer on air 
to debate somebody who wants to go against them on Joe's show, right? And I said to my buddy, I was like, why has nobody stepped up? Why has nobody taken that? Like why the only person to have done that is the CNN medical correspondent, right? Yeah. Sanjay, whatever the fuck. I thought that was interesting. That was interesting. Yeah. That guy also kind of got fucked because yeah. he, and rightfully so for what CNN did and him not being prepared enough to have a conversation right. about that. Regardless, I would love to see somebody from the opposite side of the table step up and either talk directly to Joe or talk to one of these guys with Joe there. But now here's what my buddy said. I can, can I guess what he said? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I, I know the argument is basically that like on the one, well, it just, it lends validation to stuff that's not correct. And then yeah. people will also say, and I think this is true. Debate is not always an actual means to getting to the truth. Mm -hmm. A lot of True. times it yeah. just ends up being a sparring competition between who is better at, at words. doing debate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, yes. and, and whoever was going to agree was going to like that all along. And you end up with basically just like an intellectual boxing match that doesn't sway anyone. But I kind of want to see that. I to do be too. completely honest. I actually thought about it. I, I like, really want to see they that. Should, we should take some of the, the people in society that hate each other the most and start doing pay-per-view <laughs> <laughs> Pay-per-view like, debates? Pay-per-view debates. Wild. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. The opening card for the next Jake Paul fight. Yeah. Should be a vaccine yeah, it, debate. Be, yeah, a mandate like, debate. Yeah. yeah. Apparently there's a, a like a whole thing between Jordan Peterson and then Ethan Klein who does that, H3. Yeah. I don't know who that guy is, but I always see him pop up on my feed and yeah. he's really fucking annoying to be completely honest. He can be. I Yeah. I, I'll like, I, I listen to literally everything. I'll listen okay. to him. I'll listen. What to does he talk about? What's his... Stance he, on he does, he, he does, and then I got to tell you what my buddy Nick said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does too many shows. Like there's oh, like okay. so many. Like yeah. he has like so many different things. He has one show with Hassan Piker, and yep. uh, and I, Hassan I find to be interesting. So I'll like listen to him. He's, I guess I actually like that show. I'm more interested by Hassan than Ethan, but he has him on. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I literally watched yeah. it because I was like, "This is fucking popping! I gotta watch this." Yeah, and yeah. so I've watched some of it, and it's it can be kind of tough. I think one of his main things is he like, exp he kind of like exposes and drags people, and not necessarily in like a TMZ way, but like kind of like I think this person is really shitty and they should be canceled and we're going to go through all of the reasons like point by point why mm. this person is actually a piece of shit. Interesting. And sometimes he's right about that. Sometimes he's wrong, but it's an interesting kind of lane to be in. Yeah. Sometimes you listen to that because I'm, I'm like a little like gossip bitch. I'm like, what is this? You know? Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. two sure, hours later, sure. I'm like, I feel gross. Yeah. Yep. But uh, yeah, I get that. Um, yeah. So my buddy said, you know, pe that's the wrong way of looking at things in his opinion, because it elevates Rogan's platform to a place of academic, like accomplishment, like it, like what you just said, it kind yeah. of gives validation to his platform as being a place where you can seek out truth constantly. Yeah. And in my buddy, my buddy's opinion, it's not, and shouldn't be treated as such. Um, but I kind of think it should be because how biased is CNN? And we're treating CNN as a place where experts go to discuss things. Yeah. I, I, I think it should be in the mix. I think personally, I would love to see somebody come on and talk to Joe about some of the things that they think he's wrong on. Like the guy who was just on and Joe was like, oh, well, you know, uh, young men can get myocardi myocarditis, the heart thing from the vaccine. And the guy was like, no, 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 no. When they get COVID, they have an eight times more chance than right. they do from the vaccine. 
Right. And then he proved Joe wrong in real time. Right. And I love that. I'm, I'm dude, sitting, I love seeing I'm people there, prove I'm wrong. sitting there vax boosted and just had COVID <laughs> looking at my heart going, what the fuck have you been through? <laughs> your heart is like poking out through your skin, dude. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a loony tune. Yeah. <laughs> But um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think that the, the know, argument, the real question is, what are you trying to accomplish? Okay, and so if you yeah. think that the most important thing is like dispelling COVID misinformation, I do think it is more effective than trying to get Spotify to add a label that no one looks at, or at the very least, doesn't convince ninety percent of the listeners that are right. in the first place. Right. It is more effective to have someone go on and do a good job and yeah. prove the points right. And the idea yeah. that he's like some bullying boogeyman who can never admit when he's wrong i don't think is accurate i don't believe that at all um, no we both have mutual friends with the guy and, yeah and I, I mean i've heard from people about how quick he is to acknowledge stuff how yeah. open he is to I, so yeah I, I think that like yeah the if you're saying that the largest platform in the world is full of people who can't be reached or aren't worth trying to convince with a superior argument yeah. Even if there is some flaw with debate, and even if you do have some legitimate concerns with like uh, people, other people he's had on the platform, that just doesn't really track to me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's I a think weird that, place. I think it's one of those things where it's just a lot of people who are like, nope, the science is clear. You don't really want to go on there and have a bad performance. Right. And then, cause if you fuck up, then you legitimately did lead to less people getting vaccinated. Yeah. yeah, which yeah. If you're fully convinced, you know, you're, you're if you're committed like, to that cause, a, then you a, don't want to do that. I fucked it up. Right. So you, you might just, some people might not feel like they can do it. Yeah. And it is easier to sign a petition. Yeah. It's much easier yeah. to sign a petition. Yeah. And it's probably a lot of people that wouldn't have gotten on anyway. Right. The other right. thing too is he has to be the one to have someone on. You know? See, but I've heard that he's very open to that. And yeah. he said it many times. He said, like, oh, you want to like debate so all the invitations open, da 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 da. Yeah. And I just don't see people stepping in. I have to like go actively find people to fact check the people he has on because I like that. I like seeing McCullough yeah. or Malone and I had a good time with both of those. They were both really cool and entertaining. Yeah. And then I had to go find the fact check ones from some doctor in Iowa or whatever, who's going beat by beat through the podcast and offering his take on things. Yeah. And the doctor has like 8,000 views on yeah. his Rogan's at like tens of millions on yeah. those. So it's, um, I don't know. I don't know where it's... It's probably going to lead to uh, the collapse of democracy as we know it. <laughs> um, but, you know, fuck it. Who cares? It was, it, it was, it was a good run. It, yeah, it, it is an odd thing. But if you aren't willing... I don't know. I understand the argument that uh, you can't always give equal time to things. There yeah. are certain views... We all accept there are certain views that are incorrect. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't be like, oh, I, you wouldn't be like, oh, we should have a Nazi on. Here yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> They've got some good ideas. Yeah. They've got great uniforms. <laughs> it's a lovely symbol, and the red and black <laughs> absolutely pop. But <laughs> aside from that, aside from good that, good right? <laughs> uh, hell of a car in the always Mercedes. on time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so there, there isn't that, but. Uh, if if you're upset with the amount of people that don't agree with you on a topic and you're not willing to even like hear where the fuck that information's coming from, you're just like giving up yeah. on a lot of the country, which I understand being frustrated. Yeah. Um and 
but at the same time, like you do have to sometimes be like, no, let's change your mind here. Yeah. Yeah. There, I think there will be a presidential debate on the show. I would love for that to happen. I I, I think that would be awesome. I think it's possible. It won't happen with Biden. Actually, it won't happen. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, who's the Democrat that would say yes is actually Uh, probably Bernie. Pete Buttigieg. You think you you think Booty would go? I'm a fan of Boot. Yeah, I like the Boot. I like Death Santis and I like Pete Booty. I, I would love see to see that both on, of them on the on the, uh, the on on Rogan. Oh, absolutely! There. I think DeSantis um, is young enough to be in touch with what he would go. the yeah. culture likes, and he's also he's beloved by the bros. Yeah, you know, uh, I like him, yeah. and Buttigieg, I like him too. I and he is also in that age group that's like connected to what's trending, and yeah. he knows what CNN looks like compared to what. Rogan looks like and uh, I think both of them going head to head would be actually very fucking respectful do you think uh, could you see any one of them doing it in a t-shirt ooh and 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 could that be a huge leg up dude it would be a you, massive leg up if you bodied someone if you dude. walked into a if you if you yeah. walked in let's say yeah. let's say you're a democrat that the establishment likes yeah but you've got the juice yep and you're like I'm gonna go in Wearing a fucking tap out t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Probably just a plain T. Probably just a plain T. <laughs> With the, wait, what's the S from back in the day? A stushi. A stu- <laughs> just walks in, flips everyone off. Fuck you. Let's he do this. He does a cootie catcher. He's like, turns out you have cooties. Fuck. <laughs> turns out you're Fuck a the bitch. Right. Yeah. Uh, whoever does it, if they do it in a jacket, they will someone, lose the election. If you body someone intellectually in a t-shirt on a podcast, yeah. even if you're left wing, you will win. Yep. You will be present. You will. You will. Yeah. 100%. You have to have that energy. Yeah. I just don't see a lot of that energy out there. There's none I don't of that know energy where for, it would come from. Well, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He will be president one day. Yeah. Well, McConaughey 100%. actually considered a run. And I know. I actually, well, he considered governor, right? For Texas. He considered governor. And yeah. it kind of does need to be president. But governor yeah. would kind of work. I actually wrote a whole like thing. Sometimes I do like monologue videos where mm-hmm. I just say kind of like what I think about something. And I wrote a whole thing about how McConaughey actually would be a good president. And I actually believe it. Really? Is it still I, up? I did. I never made it because oh, okay. uh, he announced he wasn't running. Oh, right, and then the, back, I was yeah. like, I could do it on that announcement, yeah, yeah. But, but his announcement didn't pop. And I was like, I gotta spend time on this. Shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 I got it. I got it in the bank for when he runs for fucking oh, president. Dude, well, it, we're in the age of celebrity presidents. That's and it. and so this is kind of my thought. I used to lament that mm-hmm. because, but like, honestly, are any of the politicians experts on things no. anyway? And so if you just went to be a celebrity by way of Washington mm-hmm. D.C. Mm-hmm. and you have and you're basically just other people are reading the bills and shit anyway and kind of telling you what you think and you're basically just being an executive and making a call. Yeah. If that's the case, the only thing a president is actually doing is setting the tone of the national conversation. Right. And Trump did that, I think, in a very negative way. Hilarious. Hilarious. But, uh, yeah. but like, it, like throwing policy out, if one of the things president does is just, like, set the vibe and tone of the nation. Yes. That they're was a, a vibe check. Is they're what a the vibe check. Is. And yeah. Matthew McConaughey passes the vibe check. Absolutely like, passes the vibe if check. if they ask him, like, what I would say to any celebrity is, like, yeah, if you get into politics, people are going to hate you. But actually, when they ask you about tough issues... Don't say it. Yeah. Just work around it. They're like, Matthew McConaughey's like, what do you, you know, like they ask him about abortion and just change yeah. the subject. Change, pivot. All he fucking does pivot, is baby. change the subject. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. Do like, 
Yeah. Random. He says random. Like he would answer that question with, with like a monologue. Like, he's like, well, I, I, my my grandfather always told me never to mix pink and blue. <laughs> and you're like, what does that even mean? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Slick. All and right. He's like, it's not what we need to focus on. Oh, we need to right? focus on slick. <laughs> I, I've always I've always had a. I've always had a pro-life position, meaning that I believe in life and choices in life. So I guess I'm both pro-choice and life. <laughs> That's so good. That's exactly what he would yeah. say. And then he's oh my god. And then he's in. And everyone's like, I actually do feel better about that. <laughs> and we'll just leave it. Everybody starts like, singing "Kumbaya" and holding hands. States. Yeah. yeah, dude. Wow. That's exactly what he would do. That's what I want. That's hilarious. Let's have that. Um, All right, cool. Let's wrap it up on that, dude. That's great. Awesome. Uh, Everybody, you can find far left Antifa comedian (laughs) Joey Avery touring at comedy clubs (laughs) across the country. Uh, No, where where can people check out? Uh, Yeah, uh, on Instagram, Joey Avery, uh, TikTok, Joey Avery Comedy. And then I've been putting up some longer kind of improvised stand-up clips on my YouTube. Oh, nice. Um, What's the channel? Check that. It's just Joey Avery. Okay, cool. I'll link it. Yeah, please do. Fuck yeah, dude. Love you, bro. Awesome. Love you, man. Thanks. Uh, Long live Rogan. Bye, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. That's the show. Hope you guys liked it. Hope you dug it. Hope you dig it. Go check out all of Joey Avery's content. Follow him on socials. Masszymes.com slash Brent if you want a new uh, digestive supplement that can help you digest food and break down all the nutrients so that your body can absorb them. Masszymes.com slash Brent. Athleticgreens.com slash Brent Pella for the easiest way to boost your overall health and nutrition. One scoop in a glass of water every morning and you will feel the difference. I promise. I don't promise because I can't legally promise, but you know what I mean. Uh, I dig it. I think you will too. Come see me live, bro. Come see me live. I hope you guys are having a chill, fun vibe time out there and uh, go tell someone you love them. All right. Have a good day.